All You Need to Know, the NDTV Profit Podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is your daily morning update from NDTV Profit. I am Agam Akil. Today is the 1st of March and here's everything you need to know at the start of your day. We start off with global queues as usual where the US markets have advanced. We have in fact seen a near 1% return for the Nasdaq and the S&P 500 as well as the Dow Jones also close in the green. Now, Nikkei at least has been taking cues from the US markets and is also up around 1.2%. ASX has also been trading in the green territory. On the other hand, Kospi is declined this morning. Now, big updates from India. We have India's GDP, which has grown 8.4% in the third quarter, surpassing estimates. And the full year growth is now pegged at 7.6% versus 7.3% in the earlier estimates. So this is, of course, a big win for the economy. But moving on, we have an NDTV profit exclusive where we understand the mutual funds will be asked to stress test small and mid-cap schemes. And these stress tests need to be undertaken at the earliest and should be disclosed transparently on the website of mutual funds as well as Amphi. Moving on to a yet another NDTV Profit exclusive, we understand that Yes Bank is likely to acquire majority merchant accounts of PTM. Moreover, PTM has also likely applied for a third-party application provider license from the National Payment Corporation of India in collaboration with Yes Bank and Access Bank people in the know said. Moving on, the Supreme Court has dismissed Vedanta's plea to restart the Sterlite Copper Smelter. Now, as far as fund flows go, well, we have had an inflow worth well over 3,500 crores from FPIs on a net basis. On the other hand, DIIs saw a net sell of 230 crores worth of on a net basis. Now, on to more insights on what to watch for today. We have Neeraj Shah who's joining us. Good morning, Neeraj. Good morning, Agam. Um, and, um, you know, post the GDP numbers uh, and everything else that's happened and the global queues the way they have happened, very unlikely that anybody can predict that the markets will have a very soft day. In fact, I don't know if you, maybe in case you missed it, Ray Dalio is saying that when he looks at the stock market using the criteria that he chooses to, and even... You know, even some parts that have rallied the most and gotten the media that attention, he doesn't think that the U.S. markets looks very bubbly. So if that is indeed the sentiment around U.S. markets and if it doesn't crack too much, then that's the mother market holding out, which is probably not bad news. So global queues, strong GDP data will all aid the market move today. Yesterday I was talking about the PCR at 0.66 and how that is probably pointing towards the market's unlikely to crack further. Well, it has jumped to 109 in a single day, expiry-led moves per se, but quant indicators still indicate the upside possibility being very intact. So I would probably believe that the way I believed yesterday that there's a high probability that the markets might still uh, have more more probability of an upside than downside, but who can predict the markets really? So I'm not, I'm not technically getting into that, just pointing out that some quant indicators which successfully take into account various factors and point towards what the market could do are indicating that there is more upside here. I have no intelligence of my own in trying to predict what the markets would do really. Um, and we were talking about what we can talk about is est- estimated guesses on what specific sectors could do because of the cues thereof. 
yesterday it seemed that autos might have a good day and they did very likely that uh, autos may continue the momentum with the monthly sales data coming out and i think that is to be watched out for as well the only um not a hitch really but the only thing that i see which is uh, slightly disconcerting is the recency around uh, temporary tops in february and the subsequent falls now it started with uh, covid of course wherein while feb made a high of 12246 the march low was 7511 or even lower actually um, on a closing basis 7511 or probably even lower but with extent of fall about 38% right now covid year notwithstanding 2021 uh, feb saw an intermediate top of 15431 which led uh, which corrected by about 8.29% till april in 2022 a 12% fall from the feb highs intermediate highs in feb 2023 a 7% fall from the intermediate highs so we've kind of gone to 20 to 200 and slightly and and some change already let's see if there is uh, some bit of a corrective move uh, that were to come in or no difficult to predict really but just pointing out that the last four years february has been a bit of a, a intermediate top and march and april have seen some bit of corrective moves let's see if it happens this time around or no stocks to watch well it's a bit of a pharma day to be honest uh, so firstly suwen uh, and uh, the 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 move that suwen has done uh, on the merger with kohans uh, really bring yeah, i i think this was expected a uh, good leg into cdmo per se uh, the point is this amongst other things and the benefit that suwen will um, lead uh, or rather spell out uh, it will lead to advance shareholding increasing to from 51% to 67% so that stock is to be watched out for biocon has had some four usfta uh, observations uh, and that was one could be watched out for i don't have the details thereof but uh, what i have details about is orobindo wherein the usfd inspection led to uh, seven observations however they are procedural in nature as per the company and therefore may not harm the stock too much let's see in case of biocon do we see a bit of a pullback or no and 197 communication or ptm uh, it's an ndtv profit exclusive that they have likely signed a deal to move the merchant accounts to yes bank and they've also likely applied for a third party application provider license from npci in collaboration with yes bank and access now this to my mind on the face of it seems to be a positive news let's see if yes if if ptm were to react to this so watch out for this one dilip buildcon is interesting they received orders worth 1955 crores from nhai so that stock is to be watched out for i'm mentioning a small stock uh, called thinking pictures don't have any idea about uh, this business per se it's a small market cap 227 crores but yesterday some interesting buying into thinking uh, from sockgen as well as bofasec europe pnot buying i believe in sockgen's case could be prop as well but both buying 3 lakh shares interesting deal just thought will bring it to everybody's notice look at watch out for auto sales and two wheeler companies expected to come out with a decent performance not hero maybe but bajaj and tvs expected to post 22% yoi growth so those to be watched out for ashok leland expected to post about 34% yoi growth and this when used in conjunction with what tata motors or some of the others could do but in the tata motors cv business could actually post a degrowth ashok leland performance might be very very interesting tata motors passenger vehicles might show 14% growth and mnm cars could show 14% growth as well so those are to be watched out for in conjunction with maruti 7 7% odd those two might do well but remember the numbers 
Maruti is way higher at 184,000 units versus Tata Motors at 50,000 and M&M at about 67,000. But watch out for those. City has a note on uh, IT wherein they believe that there are downsides to Techem and Wipro to the tune of 8 and 9% respectively. So watch out for that. And Gujarat Gas um, has cut Morbi prices uh, to shore up near-term volumes. Uh, while this, um, this move will drive a healthy near-term uptick in, in volumes and that could be construed positively, Nomura asks uh, about whether uh, this will last and they believe that there are risks to volume recovery as propane prices correct from May. So short-term benefits, they maintain a reduce in a target price of 505. So watch out for Gujarat gas in the session uh, today as well. But more importantly, just the number of uh, uh, brokerage notes that have come in. Uh, City has a view on Gale. Uh, watch out for that one. They have, they believe the Henry Hub, US Henry Hub prices have fallen sharply that benefits scale. So that should be watched out for as well. Uh, so a few things up everybody's radar. With this very long uh, podcast, it's back to you, Agam. Thanks for that, Neeraj. And with that, it's me, Agam Vakil, signing out. Happy Friday. 